We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good afternoon and welcome to Frankly Speaking About Cancer with the Cancer Support Community. Your host is Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community. This hour is designed to inspire, inform, and to help you live better with cancer. Now, here's your host, Kim Tibaldo. Welcome to Frankly Speaking About Cancer, an internet radio show that focuses on informing and inspiring people to live well with cancer. I'm your host, Kim Tebaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community. The Wellness Community and Gilda's Club have united to become the Cancer Support Community, one of the largest providers of cancer support in the United States and around the world. Our services are offered at more than 170 locations worldwide and online at www.cancersupportcommunity.org. Our show today is being sponsored in part by Azi, Genentech, and Amgen. So welcome to the show. We've got a great show for you today. Um, over the past uh, couple of years, the cancer support community has been extremely fortunate to have created partnerships with three philanthropic and community-minded entrepreneurs. These entrepreneurs have been generous enough to donate a portion of the proceeds from their products, some specifically designed with the cancer support community in mind, to the programs and services offered here at the cancer support community. So I'm really excited to introduce you to our amazing guest and familiarize you with their incredible products. So I'm going to jump right in. First, we have with us John Wind, founder of John Wind Maximal Art Jewelry. Welcome, John. Thank you, Kim. Great to be here. We also have Wendy Berger, president of Pour Le Monde 100% Natural Perfumes. Welcome, Wendy. Thank you so much, Kim. And we also have Art Pellet, author of the novel Sleeping in Snow with Bears. So glad you could join us, Art. Thank you, Kim. It's a pleasure to be here. So let's start off by giving our listeners some background about you guys, your companies, your your, your products, and really what we're here uh, to talk about today. I'm going to start with you, John. Um, tell our listeners a little bit about John Wind Maximal Art, uh, how you founded the company, and how would you really describe the style of your of your jewelry and sort of the personality of your company? Okay, I uh, went to art school in London in the early '80s and got into jewelry more as a personal artistic expression. Um, than a, a business, but I found myself selling these uh, crazy concoctions, and next thing I knew, I was in business, and over the years have um, been in, in the, more in the fashion world, other times in the gift world, but the constant is that there's a vintage feeling to the jewelry. It's, it's like updated, modern vintage is our buzzword for it, and it's also very narrative, storytelling, a lot of objects that have meaning, um, a lot of gift-oriented things that you'd give to family members or friends. So, you know, a connection to something, a, a storytelling um, 
journey is a pretty natural one for us. And we're going to talk a little bit about the special story behind uh, some of the pieces that you've done for the for the cancer support community, John. Um, but let me bring Wendy uh, into the conversation. Um, Wendy, tell us about your inspiration for Pour Le Monde 100% Natural Perfumes. What inspired you to create these uh, fragrances? Take us back a little bit to your background and to the to the origin of this, uh, the birth of this wonderful company. Ah, oh, thanks, and 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 again, thank you so much for including me today. My journey began when I was pregnant, and I became fastidious about what I ate: the no nuts, caffeine, sushi. And the more I looked up online what I shouldn't be consuming or using, fragrance kept popping up. Now, Kim, I've always been a fragrance junkie. Ever since I got my first bottle for my ninth birthday, I don't know if you remember Love's Baby Soft. (laughs) (laughs) It was just on every girl's shelf. Um, But it was the start of it all, and my whole career really has been around fragrances. I worked for Revlon. I worked at big fashion magazines with many cosmetic companies on their fragrance launches. And I had even created my own fragrance where people would stop me on the street to ask me what I was wearing. So to find out I shouldn't be wearing fragrance when I was pregnant was really, really difficult. And I just kept investigating why um, you shouldn't, and I was horrified with what I found. Synthetic perfumes like the one you find on the counters of your local department store in those sexy ads in the magazines I used to work for are all made from petrochemicals. And these man-made chemicals, such as phthalates, have been linked to a whole host of health hazards from hormone and thyroid disruption, uh, allergic reactions like migraines. I don't know how many times you've maybe been on an elevator and somebody's walked in with a strong uh, fragrance. For me, I, I, and a lot of people I know, a migraine just triggers immediately. Um, asthma, nausea, even sperm damage, birth defects, and yes, even cancer. And Kim, that beloved scent I used to wear that everybody complimented me on, I found out was the most toxic ever. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was heavy musk and synthetic musks concentrate in human fat tissue, especially breast tissue. And it's been found in breast milk, water streams, even in the bottom of Lake Erie. If you Google chemicals and perfume, you will be blown away the search results. So how, how is this allowed to happen? It was the first thing that, that um, I mean, I was shocked when I read up on everything. And the ingredients in a fragrance don't have to be listed on the packaging as it's deemed a secret formula. Mm-hmm. From this old, old law back in 1973 called the Fair Label and Packaging Act. And what's so alarming is almost 70% of what you put on your skin gets absorbed straight to your bloodstream. And when you spray a fragrance, you are inhaling the ingredients as well, which can migrate to different body organs, and especially cause the asthma. And spraying perfume is like secondhand smoke. It really affects others around you. So I just couldn't fathom using fragrance when I was pregnant. And um, I didn't even use any after my son was born. But my friend Lisa, who's been living with MS for several years, and I were discussing my everything I found out about the health risks associated with fragrance, and she knew I was a fragrance junkie, and encouraged me to create a natural perfume line. And because of her illness, I decided that not only was I going to do this, but each fragrance was going to give back to a specific charity. And Terrific. Voila, poor Lamont for the world was born. Excellent, Wendy. And I know we're, we're, we'll have some time to talk a little bit about the different fragrances and, and, and the different charities that you've chosen, including uh, including Cancer Support Community. But let me get Art's story in here. Art, um, 
you are a novelist. Tell us a little bit about your background, how you got starting, started writing novels, what, you know, what your style of writing is, and um, I want to talk a little bit about this wonderful book, Sleeping in Snow with Bears. Sure. Um, well, Kim, I've pretty much always had a very big imagination, as, as I think all novelists have to have. And this is going to sound completely corny and will definitely date me. Um, but when I was a boy, I loved the Peanuts comic strip in the Sunday newspaper. You remember that? Sure. And um, you remember how Snoopy liked to sit on his doghouse and type on his typewriter? Yes. Well, I wanted to do that. <laughs> I didn't have a doghouse. But I did have a bed, and uh, there, he had one panel that always stuck out in my mind, and I remember to this day he was typing. It was a dark and stormy night. Well, I never came up with anything so imaginative as that, but... Um, when I was about 10 years old, I was sitting on my t- typewriter trying to be the great American novelist, just like Snoopy, and I got about two sentences in, and I got my first case of writer's block. <laughs> so anyway, I put that crazy idea away for about 20 years, and I got some real-life experience. And then uh, one evening, I was uh, working a corporate job as a regional manager up in Kentucky. I was stuck in a small hotel up there in pretty much rural nowhere. And I was alone for a week at a time with pretty much nothing to do. I don't even remember if they got cable up there. So I started writing what at the time I thought were short stories. And um, I wrote several. And they had a common theme of location, but there was really nothing linking one to another. Then when uh, that gig was over and I came home, I, I, I had realized I'd caught the writer's bug, and I decided I'd participate in a public writer's workshop. Uh, where writers sit around and share what they've written. And I got some pretty nice comments on those stories that I'd written. So now I didn't give really much thought to that that kind of criticism, but not long after that, I found myself caught up in a large corporate downsizing, and I was laid off. So between looking for a new job, I decided to use my free time and and tie those three stories together and build on that that common theme I I mentioned. And uh, perhaps going as far as developing them into a novel, if I could, you know, a lot of us always dream about writing a novel that never do it, and here I had a chance, so I decided to use the time for that. And that's what I did, and that, manufa- that manuscript now, is, it sits in a desk drawer, but uh, the entire experience when I finished with that was extremely cathartic and rewarding, and I decided I'd try my hand at another, and that's pretty much where I am now, uh, how I started writing novels. This is frankly speaking about cancer. We are uh, we have on our show today three wonderful friends uh, of the cancer support community, three uh, generous uh, entrepreneurs who are donating a portion of the proceeds from their their products uh, to the cancer support community. We have uh, Art Pellet who's written a wonderful novel called Sleeping in Snow with uh, with Bears. We have uh, Wendy Berger with uh, Poor Lamont 100% Natural Perfumes who's created a wonderful scent, 100% natural scent to benefit the cancer support community. Uh, we have our friend John Wind from John Wind Maximal Art Jewelry, who has also created some wonderful, uh, beautifully custom-designed pieces uh, to benefit the cancer support community. And it's a great opportunity for our listeners today, our friends of the cancer support community, to um, to be able to do good and do well by uh, by purchasing these wonderful uh, items that uh, you can enjoy, that you can give as gifts to others, and uh, a portion of the uh, the proceeds from these gifts will come to benefit the cancer support community and uh, and really help us 
advance our mission. We have a lot to talk about today. Um, we have a lot that we're, you know, we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit more about some of these wonderful products. We're going to give you some information about how you can, uh, you can purchase these products to enjoy them. This is Frankly Speaking About Cancer. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Cancer Support Community is proud to be a partner of Magnolia Meals at Home, a new pilot program that aims to help patients by providing nourishing meals to households affected by breast cancer so loved ones can spend more quality time together. This program is currently available in and around two pilot cities, Andover, Massachusetts, and Woodcliffe Lake, New Jersey. Participants will receive one delivery of meals every month for up to six months when enrolled in the program. Each delivery includes up to seven meals designed to help meet the nutritional needs of people living with breast cancer and 10 meals for family members. This novel program is brought to you by the AZI Women's Oncology Program, Magnolia. Cancer Care the Cancer Support Community, and Meals on Wheels Association of America. To find out if you or loved ones are eligible, visit online at www.magnoliamealsathome.com or call 617-733-5848. Cancer. It's a lonely word. Terms I don't understand. Choices I never thought I'd have to make. But there is hope and help. Support from cancer survivors. Links to research and clinical trials. Help with finances and access to care. All behind you at Breakaway from Cancer. Created by Amgen to empower cancer patients. The cancer support community is proud to be a partner of Breakaway from Cancer. Hi, I'm Nick Nicolaitis, President and CEO of Morphotech, and we're delighted to be a sponsor of Cancer Support Community's Frankly Speaking About Cancer series. Morphotech and its parent company, Azi, are committed to human health care, and we recognize that patients and their families are the most important participants in the health care process. We salute our global advocacy partners who are devoted to improving the lives of people touched by cancer every day. A healthy dialogue for your lifestyle. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Frankly Speaking About Cancer with the Cancer Support Community, an inspirational program offering the resources you need to live a better life with cancer. Now here's your host, Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community. Welcome back to Frankly Speaking About Cancer. Today's show is being sponsored uh, in part by Celgene, Lily Oncology, and Onyx. I'm Kim Tebaldo. Today, we're joined by three friends of the cancer support community whose amazing uh, products benefit our work and help to advance our mission of providing free support services to all people impacted by cancer. Uh, John, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, about your company, John Wind Maximal Art Jewelry. Um, uh, you know, you talked about how you were an art student and really creating some pieces, and folks really wanted to to get their hands on them. You started, uh, you know, sharing those and selling. 
selling those to folks, and that really led uh, led to the business. But talk, but you know, you've got a great history in that business. Talk a little bit a little bit more about about the style of the business, about how it's grown and evolved um, over these years. And I also know, John, you you have a, a history of charitable partnerships and 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 products, and that's been a part of your your history from day one. And maybe you can give us an idea of some of the other partnerships, charitable partnerships that you've been involved with that kind of brought you forward to the cancer support community? Sure. Um, the, the, first, I'll tell you a little bit more about the jewelry itself and the, the style of it. Um, I had mentioned that it's a modern take on vintage. Um, what I didn't say is that it's, it's fashion jewelry, meaning it's um, gold plate, silver plate, glass, crystal. Um, so it's not precious, uh, which, precious metals or stones, which makes it uh, very affordable. And um, again, kind of furthers my mission of making jewelry that um, uplifts people, that um, makes you happy, that that um, it, it does, doesn't take itself too seriously. So the uh, the evolution of the company was that while at first it was very much my you know, artistic expression, um, eventually, and my dad, who's a business professor, uh, was very happy that I reached this point. Eventually, you realize it's a business, <laughs> <laughs> and you know while. Um, I have a certain aesthetic personally. Um, we discovered that in order to keep uh, moving forward, growing the company, uh, selling uh, nationally and internationally, we, we had to be uh, mindful of fashion trends, you know, from maximal to minimal, say, for, um, what, our, what our customers wanted. And over the years, the company has, has grown, both in terms of our um, distribution, uh, our reputation, you know, people really know that John Wynn Jewelry stands for something now, and that's a very gratifying thing. And it's been through more consistency and, um, you know, really holding on to this this vision of the modern vintage uh, look and and that customer. Um, In the 80s, when I started the business, uh, AIDS was, you know, was was new and decimating and... uh, was very much the center of uh, attention for me, my friends, the, you know, uh, our, our whole community. And so uh, within the first year of my business, um, I designed a, a pin. At the time, brooches were, were all the rage. And um, it was a three-dimensional collage, and each element of it was symbolic of um, the fight against AIDS and uh, love and friendship and, and healing um, and I worked with a local agency in Philadelphia where I live, and um, we sold these pins through a network of stores in the um, Philadelphia area, New Jersey, Delaware, Pennsylvania, southeastern Pennsylvania. And it became a real thing, and over the next five years, each year I designed a different pin, and over the course of that five years, we raised over $100,000 for these two AIDS organizations. Wonderful. So that was uh, that was really my strongest experience of um, you know doing doing something that wasn't just uh, to look good but to feel good as as you said earlier um, and then uh, there was there was a, a lull in terms of a really intense commitment to to the charitable side of things I mean we we've always donated pieces to silent auctions when you make stuff people are asking you all the time to donate stuff. <laughs> for the auctions, and that's a very easy way to, to give. Um, but just a few years ago, uh, your colleague, Jill DeRosic, uh, contact, who's a friend of mine, contacted me about making a piece um, to, 
to uh, help celebrate the beginning of your research facility in Philadelphia. Yes. And that got the ball rolling on a whole new generation of uh, a charitable connection for the company. And what really was exciting about it was that um, while the, the AIDS project was very local, uh, at this point we have a very national reputation and 700 customers around the country. So to uh, partner with an organization that has national reach felt like the right thing. And uh, in terms of cancer, I mean, it's, you know, it's just something that everybody has a connection to and, uh, and, and recognizes and wants to um, do what they can. So, John, you, you grew from making pins in London to now there are 700 outlets, 700 stores around the country that yep. are carrying your pieces. How about it? <laughs> yeah, fantastic. It's fantastic. And I'm, uh, as you know, I'm a huge fan of, of, uh, of, of your work, John, and I have a, a number of John's uh, pieces, and, and so they are so beautiful, and they are really, they're conversation pieces, they're conversation starters, and, and uh, folks really want to know what these pieces are and, 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 and you know, who's the creative mind and, 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 and force behind them. And, again, we're going to talk a little bit about how folks can see the new pieces. John has designed nine beautiful pieces for the cancer support community, and we want our listeners to uh, come to the website and, and check those pieces out and buy them for themselves, for their friends, for their families. They're a great way to uplift someone in your life who has uh, cancer through that inspiration. And uh, the same with this wonderful fragrance that Wendy has uh, has developed for us called Together for the Cancer Support Community. Wendy, talk, talk a little bit more about, I think it's such a great story that you have through Pour Le Monde 100% Natural Fragrances. Talk a little bit more about um, the collection that you're launching. I know each cent benefits a specific uh, charity. Talk a little bit more about what inspired these partnerships and, of course, uh, you know, why the, the cancer story and the connection to the cancer support community was important for you. Sure. Before that, though, I just would like to add um, your your comment about John's pieces being conversation starters. Yes. I think John's line and his creations are just beyond unique. They are um, just just fabulous. And uh, John, I think what you do, you're you're just incredibly talented. So I wanted oh, to so throw that in. But um, with with Pour Le Monde, uh, fragrances, we actually have partnerships to start with our launch collection. Uh, we three amazing charities where we give back 10% of each bottle sold of their designated fragrance. So of the three fragrances, each one benefits a specific charity. And these charities were chosen not only for personal reasons, but we felt that they weren't really spotlighted in the beauty marketplace. Um, First and foremost, as I I talked about, my friend uh, who was living with MS, who inspired me to launch Pour Le Monde. She also named my company, ironically. Uh, there was there wasn't any way I could I could do this and not have multiple sclerosis uh, organization represented. So our yes. our fragrance and vision benefits the National MS Society, whose mission is to envision a world free of MS. And our second charity is this wonderful organization that raises and trains service dogs to empower the lives of the visually impaired, the blind, and children with autism. We've called the, the fragrance Empower because of that, and that benefits the Guiding Eyes for the Blind. Uh, I actually had friends who were puppy raisers for Guiding Eyes, mm. where they would raise a puppy for over a year, spending numerous hours teaching the dog, um, socialization skills, et cetera, and then after a year, they actually have to say goodbye to the dog and return the dog back to the Mm -hmm. Guiding Eye staff for service dog training, but, you know, that dog winds up going to help 
somebody really uh, in, in need, and it's, it's really just a, a, an amazing organization. Wow. And as for the cancer support community, my friend's sister-in-law's family founded the Gilda's Club up in Westchester, New York. And like John said before, we all have a connection to cancer. Yeah. Um, yep. it, it just hits home with, with friends, family. Right now, I personally have two friends with stage 4 cancer, and mm. to have this amazing organization, the Cancer Support Community, that offers free support and information with those afflicted with cancer, it really is my pleasure to create the Together Fragrance so that no one faces cancer alone, and just to raise awareness for the community and, and, and funds back, because I really think, Kim, what you and your team is doing is just, just tremendous. Wonderful, Wendy. Thank you so much. And it, it is a, a wonderful, lovely, fresh, really inspired fragrance. And we really want folks to um, uh, to check it out. I've been wearing it around Washington D.C. and then getting lots of compliments. Oh, so I'm glad I great. glad I have a place I can send folks now to get their hands on it. Yeah. Um, Art, I want to talk about uh, Sleeping in Snow with Bears. It's your first published novel. Um, why did you make the decision to offer a portion of the proceeds from sales to our organization, the Cancer Support Community? Uh, sure. Um, well, just like Wendy said, uh, I saw um, about the no one wanting to suffer alone. That's a huge theme in my book. Yeah. And um, I, I saw a lot of parallels. And, and so when I started to think about how it ever sell bears, I wondered who it was that would be interested in it. It's a fairly broad story and hard to put down in a few lines. It's even hard for me to pigeonhole as a writer. Um, so it got me thinking. I needed to tell my readers about my lead character who, who had cancer. I wanted them to understand it, or I wanted to have people relate to her, to people yeah. like her. So I thought of Gilda Radner, of course, as, as we're, many of us are familiar with her. And, and she passed away from ovarian cancer, and unlike the, as just as the woman in my book does. And unlike people in my family, hers was not a private fight. And I remember there had been quite a lot of press about it at the time. Yes. So it was some, something that somebody, other people could relate to. Um, she was very much loved. And, and one of the funny things she said towards the end was she came on Saturday Night Live and said, reports of my demise have been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> Quote by Mark Twain, actually. Yes, yes. And it brought the house down that night with tears and laughter and Oh. And but really, I wanted to write a blog about that because it's it's somebody who's out there who who people are familiar with, and my character is similar to that. And okay. so I wanted to give people that feeling of that 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 sense of what the book is about. Great. So, um, anyway, I wanted to get in touch with Gilda's Club because I wanted to get their permission to use the name in my blog. And when I did, I found out that. CSC and Gilda's Club are pretty much one organization these days. So yes. that's how I got in touch with CSC. And uh, pretty much uh, my choice to do something uh, for them came out of that. I, I didn't want to just play off of Gilda's name. That wouldn't be fair to anybody. And it's such a good cause. So that's pretty well, much our- why. We are very grateful uh, that, you know, you've chosen us as your 
uh, you know, as your charity uh, with this novel. And um, we're going to talk after the break a little bit more about some of the themes in the novel and how they relate to uh, 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 to our mission. This is Frankly Speaking About Cancer. We've got three wonderful friends of the cancer support community on the line today uh, talking about our partnerships with them and some wonderful products that they have created where the sales will benefit uh, the cancer support community. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Effective cancer treatment requires more than just medication or surgery. For the country's 12 million cancer survivors and their loved ones, the social and emotional challenges of adapting to life with cancer are ongoing. How to handle co-workers' questions, how to get comfortable with new physical realities, how to reassure worried family members, or explain to friends your priorities have changed. The Cancer Support Community is ready to help by providing free counseling, education, and hope for survivors and their caregivers. Whether online or at over 100 locations around the world, the Cancer Support Community is ready to offer the support you need to live a better life with cancer. For more information on support groups, publications, nutrition, exercise programs, and more, call 1-888-793-9355 or visit us online at www.cancersupportcommunity.org. That's cancersupportcommunity.org. The Cancer Support Community, a global network of education and hope. Cancer Support Community is proud to be a partner of Magnolia Meals at Home, a new pilot program that aims to help patients by providing nourishing meals to households affected by breast cancer so loved ones can spend more quality time together. This program is currently available in and around two pilot cities, Andover, Massachusetts and Woodcliffe Lake, New Jersey. Participants will receive one delivery of meals every month for up to six months when enrolled in the program. Each delivery includes up to seven meals designed to help meet the nutritional needs of people living with breast cancer and 10 meals for family members. This novel program is brought to you by the Azi Women's Oncology Program, Magnolia. Cancer Care, the Cancer Support Community, and Meals on Wheels Association of America. To find out if you or loved ones are eligible, visit online at www.magnoliamealsathome.com or call 617-733-5848. Hi, I'm Nick Nicolaitis, President and CEO of Morphotech, and we're delighted to be a sponsor of Cancer Support Community's Frankly Speaking About Cancer series. Morphotech and its parent company, Azi, are committed to human health care, and we recognize that patients and their families are the most important participants in the health care process. We salute our global advocacy partners who are devoted to improving the lives of people touched by cancer every day. Real Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Frankly Speaking About Cancer with the Cancer Support Community, an inspirational program offering the resources you need to live a better life with cancer. Now here's your host, Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community.
Welcome back to Frankly Speaking About Cancer. Today's show is sponsored in part by AstraZeneca, Millennium, and Purdue Pharma. I'm Kim Tebaldo. Today we're talking about three friends of the cancer support community and entrepreneurs, creative folks who are doing well by doing good and doing some great things for the cancer support community and really uh, helping us to uh, advance our mission to provide free support services for, uh, for all people impacted by cancer. We provided over $40 million of free services to people with cancer and their loved ones just in the past year uh, alone. John, uh, back to our partnership, John Wynn Maximal Art and the Jewelry. Um, could you explain to our listeners the, the thought and the design behind the pieces in the Cancer Support Community Collection? Maybe describe those and talk about the inspiration. Yes, sure. Um, I'll start with the centerpiece, which is a charm bracelet. Um, you know, charm bracelets were so big, our moms and grandmoms had them, and there's now this kind of resurgence that um, wearing a charm bracelet um, is like a retro chic thing to do. And um, the bracelet that I designed has the six symbols that are then um, featured in simpler ways in other necklaces and bracelets. Um, first of all, the, the bracelet itself is clasped with a, a hand that's in a kind of clenched fist, uh, an image that I got from a Victorian jewelry um, source. And in the Victorian England, that clenched hand was a symbol of friendship. So I thought, oh, that's a perfect place to start. Mm. Um, then there's a, a horseshoe uh, symbolizing, you know, good luck. Um, oh, I should have started with the uh, the CSC's custom piece. I'm, I'm actually looking at the bracelet as I'm talking, so <laughs> it's the second one from the left. <laughs> but um, the... We chose, as a team, we all agreed that the, the symbol of a tree of life was a wonderful symbol. It's uplifting. It's, um, it, it's a great metaphor. Um, and we added the word uh, life underneath it. Um, so it's a, a custom-designed uh, coin, about the size of a quarter, but a little thicker. And on the reverse side of it is the CSC's logo, which is the rising sun motif. So there's a lot of... Um, reference there to nature as a metaphor for, um, you know, all the positive things that the CSC is doing. Um, the centerpiece of the bracelet is a locket, and um, I love lockets because um, of their symbolism, because they're a place to um, personalize a piece of jewelry. Once you open it up and put a photo in, um, you know, it's not, it's not fashion jewelry anymore. It becomes uh, really a, a family heirloom. Um, and uh, I've heard stories where people don't just put photos in the lockets, but they put poems, they put an inspirational word, they put a, a, a lock of hair like the Victorians did. There's so many ways to use it to, to personalize. The next charm is um, it's actually another locket, but on top of it, um, we've added a compass, uh, thinking that that's, again, another wonderful symbol of um, finding the way. And then uh, finally, there's a little cluster, a heart uh, with a key. So those are pretty uh, classic symbols of love, of unlocking, the cure. And um, cumulatively, this bracelet, which is in two-tone, a mixture of silver and gold, um, really covers uh, the, um, the entirety of this project. And all of those themes then get represented um, in different pieces, which uh, you'll be able to see on the, on the website. 
Yeah, fantastic. It's a great, uh, great description, John, and I think it's going to be an inspiration for our listeners to go to the CancerSupportCommunity.org website to check out these pieces and really, you know, pick the piece or pieces that that are right for you, that are right for your friends, for your family, um, because they really are. I uh, I know some of our folks have bought them and given them as gifts, particularly to folks who might be struggling with cancer or to their friends who are survivors, and and, uh, they give folks such a lift because they do make that. They're a beautiful fashion jewelry piece that stand on their own, but when you add in the narrative about the Tree of Life inspiration, uh, about the CSC sunburst, about all of those other elements that are really symbolic of, you know, of the journey and, and all of the support and care that we provide to folks, it just really, uh, it just really makes for a great uh, gift or a piece to, to wear to, uh, to, to show folks. So we certainly want folks to check those out. Um, uh, Wendy, I think it's important, and, and particularly if we have folks just, just joining us, uh, not, not only do all of your products benefit a specific charity, and of course, we have our uh, t- together sense that, that benefits the cancer support community, but they're all certified by the prestigious Natural Products Association. Um, can you just tell our listeners exactly what that means and, and, and why it's so important that that's a part of, uh, of really the, the, you know, the personality and the philosophy of your company and your fragrances? Oh, sure. Well, in, in the last five years, uh, I think that on our, over 60% of people are really becoming more conscious about ingredients in their personal care products in the last five years. But um, I don't know if you know this, the FDA does not have a formal definition for the term natural. Mm. So any manufacturer can put the word natural on their packaging if it's 1% natural ingredients, if it's 0.001%. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, they, they do this to give the illusion that their products are healthy, and it's really becoming more prevalent as marketers capitalize on how consumers are demanding more natural ingredients in their products. And there's a lot of fragrances that claim they're all natural where they have petrochemicals or petrochemical residue in them. The, the hot term right now, you've probably heard it, it's called greenwashing for this mm-hmm. deception. And the Natural Products Association, or the NPA for short, first, the, the, the oldest and largest nonprofit dedicated to the naturals industry, and they do not tolerate greenwashing. They mm. have set out to truly define what natural ingredients mean in our personal care. Yeah. And to get the NPA certification, which, you know, as you said, all the Pour Le Monde fragrances carry, they put together um, a, a, a set of really strict guidelines. Uh, first, you have to be 95% natural or more. I mean, of course, we're 100%. Um, the NPA also requires that natural products contain only ingredients that come from renewable, plentiful sources found in nature. Mm-hmm. They do not permit animal testing, uh, and they, you also have to show the company that you are showing sustainability using biodegradable ingredients and in the most environmentally sensitive packaging. So for, for consumers, especially those with chemical sensitiveness, moms are pregnant, nursing, or just want to limit indoor pollution, those with illnesses or want to live a healthy lifestyle, having that NPA seal means that there is no greenwashing and that it is truly a natural product, which is why if you go on the NPA website and look up personal care products, yes. you'll be surprised how few there are. Um, in fact, Pour Lamont is only one of two companies with fragrances currently certified by the NPA. So right. it's, just, it's just a seal thing that, you know, yeah. folks, 
they're not kidding. The, the, yeah. you know, these manufacturers have one hundred, you know, ninety five percent over natural ingredients. No, very, it's very, very prestigious, and again, I think so important, particularly for the story that we're telling. Just quickly, um, Wendy, just tell folks about the the Center for the Cancer Support Community. Oh, sure. It's called Together, and it's 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 pretty fabulous. Uh, it's a it's <laughs> woodsy floral. It, it's got some fruit, it, but it's a light floral. It's it's uh, not an overpowering floral. Uh, yeah. It's got freesia, lilac, violet, so with a very woodsy base. Uh, it, it's a very classic fragrance, very signature. The consumer feedback on it has been absolutely. I mean, everybody loves it, and um, I I enjoy wearing it. And yeah, it's a it's a beautiful, real everyday scent. Um, Thank that, you. Uh, that we want folks to uh, to check out. Um, uh, Art, uh, we're uh, you know here we are into August. Um, for our listeners who are looking for a great new read for the final weeks of the summer, could you just give us a short summary of of sleeping in snow with theirs just to wet people's uh, appetite so they can go and grab the book as they're heading to the beach? Sure, Tim. I'd, I'd love to do that. Um, you know, your listeners may have uh, remembered from a prior statement when I mentioned the character with cancer. Um, that's not what this novel is about. Um, yeah. Sleeping in Snow with Bears, it's actually a mystery. It's a suspense thriller, and has a little bit of romance in it. It does have a young woman who's dying from ovarian cancer, and uh, she's out. In the, the, the book starts out, she's out in the wilds of the Rocky Mountains on a cold, snowy night. and She's looking for a final resting place because she's pretty much given up. Um, she's about to... Uh, to herself off, and she hears the ferocious growling of a nearby grizzly bear. And the sh- through the shadows of the roof of her fabric of her tent, thrown by the moon, she sees its claws. And just when the chapter comes to an end, her tent is attacked. So that's a little bit scary, and I tried to, you know, get the get the reader's attention there, and that, that was that was deliberate. Um, but then the story segues back and goes. To, I'm sorry, goes forward to, and there's, there's this paparazzo who's been checking uh, paparazzi, you know, the plural, the singular of paparazzi, and he's chasing a, uh, a movie star, Hollywood movie star, and he comes into this Montana town where this woman died, and he stumbles across this story, and, and he hears an old Indian man telling it to a rebellious young teenager who, who he's, he strangely gets to sit down and quietly listen to him tell this story, and the paparazzo listens to that story and is just fascinated by it. And, uh, but he has no clue what it, what it means or how it ties to this movie star that he's been chasing. But as the story goes on, he finds out that it, it does, and, and it, it, it turns out that, that the girl who's dying has actually been told a, a prophecy back when she was a child that she and her best friend are are going to do great things. They're going to change they change nations, even. And um, but her her best friend is also herself in trouble, and so they're, they're, they want to help this woman who's who's dying, and they know she's about to kill herself, but they don't know how to stop it. And so basically, the story is how they're how they're pulling out all the stops to 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 get to her before before it ends and. Uh, it goes on from there, and it's it's an exciting story. I think the readers will enjoy it, and um, there's a, a much deeper meaning in the end, and that's that people are trying to help one another. That you don't have to be alone out there. 
and that's, and that's uh, again really yeah really how it relates to uh, to our mission that the cancer support community that you don't have to be alone and certainly that is our vision as an organization that no one should face cancer uh, should face cancer alone and that's really why we exist and, and why we do what we do uh, this is frankly speaking about cancer we're talking to three of our wonderful partners who uh, uh, where a portion of the, the the proceeds from their products will benefit the cancer support community and advance that idea that no one should face cancer alone and really help us to expand our services to even more people impacted by the disease I'm your host Kim Tebaldo we're going to take a quick break we're moving to the end of the show but don't go away we will be right back opinions options answers you're listening to voice america health and wellness cancer it's a lonely word terms i don't understand choices i never thought i'd have to make but there is hope and help support from cancer survivors links to research and clinical trials help with finances and access to care all behind you at break away from cancer created by amgen to empower cancer patients the cancer support community is proud to be a partner of break away from cancer cancer support community is proud to be a partner of magnolia meals at home a new pilot program that aims to help patients by providing nourishing meals to households affected by breast cancer so loved ones can spend more quality time together. This program is currently available in and around two pilot cities, Andover, Massachusetts and Woodcliffe Lake, New Jersey. Participants will receive one delivery of meals every month for up to six months when enrolled in the program. Each delivery includes up to seven meals designed to help meet the nutritional needs of people living with breast cancer and 10 meals for family members. This novel program is brought to you by the Azi Women's Oncology Program, Magnolia. Cancer Care, the Cancer Support Community, and Meals on Wheels Association of America. To find out if you or loved ones are eligible, visit online at www.magnoliamealsathome.com or call 617-733-5848. Effective cancer treatment requires more than just medication or surgery. For the country's 12 million cancer survivors and their loved ones, the social and emotional challenges of adapting to life with cancer are ongoing. How to handle co-workers' questions, how to get comfortable with new physical realities, how to reassure worried family members, or explain to friends your priorities have changed. The Cancer Support Community is ready to help by providing free counseling, education, and hope for survivors and their caregivers. Whether online or at over 100 locations around the world, the Cancer Support Community is ready to offer the support you need to live a better life with cancer. For more information on support groups, publications, nutrition, exercise programs, and more, call 1-888-793-9355. Or visit us online at www.cancersupportcommunity.org. That's cancersupportcommunity.org. The Cancer Support Community, a global network of education and hope. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Frankly Speaking About Cancer with the Cancer Support Community, an inspirational program offering the resources you need to live a better life with cancer. Now here's your host, Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community. 
Welcome back to Frankly Speaking About Cancer. We're getting towards the end of our show here. Uh, our show is sponsored today in part by uh, McKesson's Giving Comfort uh, program and by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Morphotech. Uh, we're, we're finishing up our show talking to some friends of ours uh, who, we, with whom we've created wonderful uh, partnerships. These are some incredibly creative folks who've created some wonderful products that uh, will benefit the cancer support community. It's, it's, uh, we really want to encourage our listeners to, to go to cancersupportcommunity.org. Even do it now while you're listening to the show. Uh, you'll see we have a new marketplace that, that, uh, that we've launched where uh, you can see, um, see these products, uh, order them, think about if you've got friends who've got uh, birthdays, uh, birthdays coming up, anniversaries, maybe, uh, maybe friends who are cancer survivors who are coming up on the anniversary of uh, finishing up their, their cancer treatment, uh, you know, lots of wonderful ways to mark those milestones with these wonderful items that we're, that we're talking about today. Um, John, I, 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 I always love to see what's coming next from you. Um, I know you had a, a wonderful uh, a line of things in anthropology last year for the holidays, and I, uh, I, I have some of, those, some of those pieces that I really uh, adore. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, kind of, you know, new projects, what's coming out for the, uh, you know, for the fall and, and winter, some of your favorite pieces, and, and certainly, of course, I'm not going to put you on the spot, but certainly we, cer- we hope that you're thinking about sort of the next piece in the, in the CSC collection, so once we get folks hooked on this, uh, the Tree of Life charm, that they're going to want to come back and see what the next piece is to add to their collection. Yes, I'm definitely thinking about the next piece and uh, probably don't want to uh, put it out there just yet. So <laughs> okay, you know, perfect. There, there's a lot of options. But the, um, the biggest other thing in our line right now is our fashion jewelry. Um, fashion jewelry as opposed to initials and charms. All, those are the three segments of, of our business. Okay. Um, and the fashion is just exploding. Um, mm. it's, it's very classic, but it always has a twist. It's fun. It's, uh, there's larger pieces for um, you know, our, our uh, friends who we call John's gals. Kim, you are a John's gal. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I thank you for that, and it gives me a lot of pleasure. Um, but then, you know, so let's say a, a great piece from the fall collection is uh, it's tortoise um, links. Uh, it's acrylic, but looks like tortoise. And uh, a major piece would have five or six strands of this tortoise link mm. um, mixed with some gold chains, and it can be worn uh, short or long. They're, one of our uh, signatures are tr- uh, convertible necklaces, uh, short to long or with detachable chains, so it can be worn um, a little more day or a little more evening. And then uh, we, t- we take that six-strand necklace, and there's a, you know, a simpler variation on it. There's a single strand with just a fabulous um, equestrian charm, a reproduction of a piece I found at the Portobello Road Market, for example. So um, the fall collection, a lot of tortoise, a lot of pearl, a lot of crystals, um, and that, that's been giving me a lot of uh, satisfaction. I just came back from uh, a wholesale market, the Atlanta Gift Show, which is one of our biggest markets. And um, it, it's, it's fun to be living in the future as well as the present simultaneously. That's, a, that's what happens when you're in the wholesale business. Wonderful. Well, I can't wait to see some of these uh, new pieces and, and, and sport them with some, uh, some new fall wardrobe. And, and uh, happy, to be, happy to be considered one of John's gals, for sure. Yeah, I, thank you. And I do love those bigger, bolder uh, pieces that you do, John, as, you know, and, and, and uh, certainly have also 
sent as gifts some of the, the more delicate pieces to my younger oh. nieces and things like that. So that's what I love. You've got something for everybody and for, for, uh, for all ages. And certainly even in the cancer support community line, we've got some, you know, thinner wire, yeah. more delicate pieces, but also some chunky pieces that feature the Tree of Life charm. So um, we certainly want folks to, uh, to check that out. That um, wire bracelet, if I can just add, is one of the hottest trends right now. It's the idea is to have to wear um, a layered wrist where you're creating your own collage, um, mm. mixing your watch, a skinny wire bracelet, a wider thing, maybe something that you, uh, you know, from your jewelry box from years ago or from your great aunt, and you end up with this completely one-of-a-kind look, and the wire bracelet is like the extra little add-on this season. And that nice. wire well, bracelet has the CSC coin on it, so it makes it extra meaningful. And we've got it in the gold finish and the silver finish. So, like you know, said folks can do that kind of mix and match, um, and really create their own uh, their own look. But that'd be a great piece to add to that layering. For nineteen dollars, um, by the way. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> looking at so, the wrong one. So, Wendy, um, I, I, uh, you know, obviously we're looking forward to a long-term relationship with you, and I know that's your intention with the charities that you're working with, including uh, uh, Cancer Support Community. So I know we're really kind of launching this partnership, but, but, but how do you think about these partnerships, and, and, and how do you think about the, uh, the future and really creating something that we can kind of sustain and grow together? Sure. You know, that, that was one thing when, when um, I launched this company is that I, the long-term partnerships were, were, were definitely something I wanted to do because, you know, particularly in the cosmetic field, you'll see a lot of companies, they'll do like a limited edition to benefit a charity for, um, you know, like the month of October for breast cancer awareness, which, which is great. But, you know, I really felt that, you should, you know, I'd like to support a charity for as, as long as we possibly can. So yeah. um, our goal is to really provide continuous philanthropic support. And I think, you know, not only do we do that, but I think we're, to the best of my knowledge, we're one of the only companies out there where every single product we have uh, benefits a specific charity. So with that, we can keep adding to our fragrance collection. We do have two charities that have been signed on. Uh, we've got Fragrances in Development, and, uh, you know, we're for the world. That's what Poor Lamont uh, means, and, and we want to give back and just keep adding to the collection. So we're very, we're very excited about what's in the queue. Wonderful, fantastic, um, and again, you know, folks, check, you know, check this out. Go to go to our website at cancersupportcommunity.org and and check out these wonderful, uh, wonderful products and gifts and things you can enjoy uh, enjoy yourself to treat to treat yourself. Uh, Art, we're we're uh, we're getting to the end of our show here, but any uh, any insight, any plans for our next novel? I don't want you to to uh, to, to reveal everything, but uh, what what can we expect from you down the line here? Well, I'm uh, currently working on one that, that unfortunately, I'm uh, sorry, it won't relate to uh, the, the cancer theme, of course. But um, you know, if if if, if, if bear sells long enough, maybe that we can keep that stretching out over the years. <laughs> um, my current book is is actually about the Civil War. It's, it's, there's plenty of action, and it's just like in, in Sleeping in Snow with Bears, and mm. um, pretty much something on every page that'll keep people excited. It's a little bit different because it's about um, west of the Appalachian Mountains. Everybody's familiar with the stories of the Civil War east of the Appalachian Mountains. Mm. This is west, and in, in actually in my hometown, Nashville, Tennessee, and. Um, there was a lot that happened here. This town was occupied by the federal troops uh, for three, more than three years, and mm. there was a lot of 
of compromises, intrigues, sacrifices, and some epic battles in the area. And they were just pretty much horrible. Wow. And my story is about a, a young woman and her widowed father who run a store in the city and uh, well, all they had to go through during that time. Yeah. And all the, yeah. the characters they come across throughout throughout that period of time. So Great. it's been fun to write. I actually put the last period on it this week. So wow, congratulations. A lot of editing ahead of me, but <laughs> <laughs> Well we will look we will look forward to uh, to seeing that next work from you, uh Art and it's such a a pleasure to have this partnership with you um on Sleeping in Snow with Bears and we look forward to more uh more good work coming uh, coming from you. I, I really want to thank our friends today, John, Wendy and Art for, for being on the show, telling us about your incredible work, your your uh, your generosity um in uh, helping to support and advance the mission of the cancer support community. I really want to encourage folks to to go to cancersupportcommunity.org. We've got a, a on our homepage. You can see information about the marketplace, and there's details on how you can get all of these pieces: the novel, the jewelry, the perfume. And we really encourage uh, encourage folks to do that. And and uh, again, you know, treat yourself to one of these items. Think about this as a gift for someone, a birthday, an anniversary, a special occasion that might be coming up. These are really wonderful and very meaningful uh, gifts that will support. Support, uh, a great cause. Um, I want to thank folks uh, for listening in today to Frankly Speaking About Cancer. I'm Kim Tebaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community. We provide a host of in-person, online, telephonic support services to people with all cancers, uh, any stage of their illness. We, we also provide uh, support services to family members, uh, loved ones, anyone uh, impacted by cancer. So visit us at cancersupportcommunity.org. Uh, you can find one of our 50 centers around the country. We've got more than 100 satellite uh, locations. You can also call and speak to one of our counselors at 888-793-9355. This is Frankly Speaking About Cancer. Until next time, be well, do well, live well. Thank you for joining us for Frankly Speaking About Cancer with your host, Kim Tibaldo. We're here for you every Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. In the meantime, stay connected online at cancersupportcommunity.org. That's cancersupportcommunity.org. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.